So what's up, guys? Welcome to episode three of Behind the Brand podcast. This week, I have our friends from Palm Golf. I met these guys at the PGA show in person, but I started talking to them like November-ish, December. I love their style. And I was like, hey, I got to reach out to these guys. Um, very innovative uh, golf glove company. Really cool designs. And just good people all around. So uh, I texted them. I tested Dustin on Wednesday and was like, hey, you want to be on my podcast? And he's like, sure. So he was able to get Justin and Joe and now here we all are. So uh, without further ado, this is Palm Golf and uh, here's their story. So I guess let me start off first so you guys kind of know. Whenever I talk to a brand, I always ask them like, what's your story? Right? That's always the first thing I ask because like, I'll know within the first five minutes if this is a good brand or not to work with. Not so much like, are they popular? Or are they you know, killing it or something. I don't care about that. I just want to know, like, are they cool? Right? Because that's the first thing. Because if they're not really cool, I don't want to work with them. And so I already know you guys are cool because you're on my show. But so really, my first question (laughs) to you, these are all big softball questions, right? The first question is, what's your story? So when did you guys first decide, like, I guess first each tell me like, roughly your background and like, why, like, I know you guys are all boys and stuff, but like, how you came up with Palm, you know, and how it kind of started initially in what year and that kind of thing. Sure. I'll jump in. Let Jesse go um, first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So actually all three of us are, um, we're all from the East coast. We all grew up in like Jersey, Philly and, uh, moved out to California. You know, all of us in the range of like, I don't know, like four to eight years ago or something like that. And pretty much all met out here. Um, you know, through golf kind of i mean some of it through just like friends and stuff but like really like we started to become friends through golf and um that's really how the whole thing started i mean none of us had really like a a concrete like background i guess in like golf per se but uh you know we all like bring different things to the table um whether it's like design, finance, operations, just like all that kind of stuff. So uh, we started it, what, in 2017? 2017. So we started with a Kickstarter. Um, I and, know that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's how we, that's how we got started. And um, we were fortunate we got funded pretty quick. And that was kind of like the jumpstart into the Palm. We shipped out our first batch of gloves in January of 2018. And... And we've just been growing it ever since. So you guys like didn't even know each other. Like it's, I think I was all from California when you started. So you pretty much, you guys are all East coast guys met in LA area and like became friends and were like, Hey, we should do something together. Pretty much. Dustin and yeah. I went to school together, um, in PA, but college or, though, or, or yeah, yeah. We went to college together. I was a transfer into the school. So like, I didn't personally know a ton of people there, but like the house that I moved into, I found out like quickly was like the main party house of the entire out. college. <laughs> so Dustin was like at my house, house all the time. time, but we didn't really know each other. Like I knew who he was and stuff, but, uh, but yeah, it wasn't so we really. didn't really like start talking until, you know, just prior to moving out. Um, we had kind of connected and we're like, yo, we, we kind of know each other. So we should definitely link up when, uh, once I get out there. Oh, that's cool. So, and then what you guys like, uh colin so, veronica worked together or something yeah so when i moved out here i didn't know i didn't know anybody and like my problem was too is i work from home full time 
Uh, I worked for remote for a company out in New Jersey, and I wasn't even leaving the house for the first three months when I moved out to California. And then fortunately, uh, my fiance was working uh, for a company that Dustin's, Dustin's wife uh, oh, was wow. working for as well. So uh, that was how I got linked up with them. So that was kind of like the first introduction I had. And of course, like the first thing we did was we were out of the bar and I think we literally booked a tea time within a week of like the first time that I met these guys too, which is pretty cool. Well, cool we were because... at uh, Barley Forge, right? Because we talked about golf and we're like, oh shit, we can all hang out with each other. <laughs> you're like bros from other same, like, yeah, it's like you connected automatically because you're like, oh, this person's just like me. They're just, you know, yeah. they moved to LA and they don't know anybody and they're just like me. Like not, you know, like, I don't know. It's like you connect with people right away and you're like, oh, you're pretty cool. Well, yeah. That's how we all kind of met, but we're actually technically from Huntington Beach. I like I like the word Huntington Beach more than I like Los Angeles. But oh, it's way um, better. I mean, I agree on that. <laughs> the The idea was really really hatched at uh, Costa Mesa Country Club, which is oh, nice. technically our our local Muni course. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we were you know just in between drinking beers and duffing chips and missing and hitting three putts. We started brainstorming ideas of things we liked and didn't like about golf and. We didn't feel that a lot of the stuff necessarily fit the style that we live, being that we live in Southern California. And, yeah. and it all really began, like Justin said, with that, that Kickstarter and launching a glove that was unique and completely different in the golf market, in that golf accessory market per se. And yeah, I mean, in three years, we took off big time. And Joe can really kind of speak to you know, all that success pretty quickly. So how many partners are there? I mean, I met a bunch of people at the show. Is it just you three? Is it somebody else too, right? Yeah, the other guy you would have met would have been Alan. He's our, right. like our, he's our sales rep. So yeah, he's also from New Jersey as well, um, has a sales background. And That's cool. He was, he was nice enough to, you know, want to volunteer and come out and meet up with us and help us out so that, you know, some of our, our time could be spent at least because it was our first time even going out to the show. So uh, to even have the ability to walk away from the booth for a little bit. That's huge. Get a, yeah, it was, it was. It really was. I mean, it definitely uh, opened the opportunity for us to like try and go engage with people that we were trying to seek out while also still getting the foot traffic at our booth, which was nice. Well, it's like a double-edged sword, right? Because like you want the booth because you want people to see who you are. It's like you... And it's not cliche, but it's not like, oh, look, we made it. Right. Because like, okay, we made it to the show. It's a good, it's a cool booth. Okay. This is a legit brand. It's not somebody just working out of their garage. Right. But on the flip side of it, yeah. it's like, you can't leave the booth. Right. So it's like, you got to have enough crew to like hang with you, you know, or at least know, know the, know the product and, and can help you to For sure. do that. It was yeah, cool but- just being there though, too. I mean, like we, we kind of went on like, like, um, different schedules. We had like two people at the booth and two people walked and like, we only had a 10 by 10. So we didn't have like chairs or anything at our booth. So like for, I mean, <laughs> you, had good, you had a corner day, though. You had a good day. corner. Yeah, man, that was a long, long weekend. We were up <laughs> way too late every single night. Um, slept for like an hour and a half. So it felt like, and then had to stand for the next like, fucking like 18 hours straight. So, um, Yo, Paul. The yeah. first day, sorry, Josh, <laughs> but the, first, the, first, the first day, man, the first day of the show is like all this anticipation. <laughs> we went out the night before and Justin was so hungover. <laughs> I just, 
I couldn't even focus. I was every time I looked over him, I, I just saw how hungover he was, and I couldn't stop laughing. The boys, the boys were just I mean, excited to be part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we had been obviously like the year prior to it, you know, like leading up to PGA show, everyone's asking you, you know, are you going to PGA? Are you going to PGA? And we're like, no. So you, you get like bummed. You feel like you're like missing out on it and everything. So this year or this past year, you know, our first time going, a lot of work going up to it and everything. And then like, we just went way too hard the first night and like <laughs> day one of the show. I mean, I probably talked to like two, like, two people. people. Dude, like I was like the like sweaty cold guy just like leaning on the, the other person's booth. Like you just probably had COVID. Throw up. <laughs> Dude, I probably did at that point. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was bad, man. It was really bad. Oh, that's so funny. Um yeah, it was fun. <laughs> but you had a good corner. I remember like because I was like, oh, you're right. Like, I knew exactly where you were. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like it wasn't like you're tucked in like the worst area you know no. like it was a good spot yeah it cost no, it you a million dollars but it was all good <laughs> i feel like it yeah. was really really fortunate with that um the location was was really good and i think i mean not to like kiss our own ass too much but i think we did a really good job with the space just by like the presentation because we have a lot we had a lot to kind of showcase with it and it's tough to do it with 10 by 10 um i was actually sweating like we were one of the few brands that didn't have like an area for somebody to come by and like actually physically sit down and write orders but ended up not biting us at all i don't think you really need that i mean honestly like no one's doing that was like 1980 right like i mean i i mean i know nothing so i that's just my opinion i think like you want somebody to come in there connect with you exchange information show them the product and then they're gonna text you yeah i mean we were we were definitely encouraging that too like yep you know if somebody was interested we were just like handing off you know, handing them off to like our, our sales guy or something like, Hey, we'll be in touch with you. There was like a, you know, obviously a few that like wanted to write them on the spot. And like, to be honest, we like, weren't really prepared for that. We were kind of scrambling a little bit. At really times, but... interesting. That's cool. What people want to do it on the spot. Yeah. Even if they weren't interested, like we had some people obviously that were seeking out and, and knew our location and came to us. But I mean, even if people were like walking by, Dustin was like number one, pulling people off to the side like hey you know palm no you yeah. don't okay well you're about to learn about palm like yeah. he was like Sa- a car salesman out there yeah he is <laughs> i mean meanwhile meanwhile justin's crying is. in the corner <laughs> yeah that's not a exaggeration either <laughs> but here's the thing though this is what I, like okay i feel like i made a lot of mistakes that day or during the trip because like i didn't know what i was doing right so my biggest one i was talking to, to jason over at jason moore at true links were about this i was like I was walking back and forth all freaking day for the first day and a half. And I was like, I wasted so much time, right? Cause like, yeah. and then I'm like, you know what? No more setting up meetings. So then, okay. So what year, so was, what year did you guys do your Kickstarter then? 2017. 17. Yeah, what so made you guys pick Kickstarter? Well, we didn't have any money to really fund it ourselves. <laughs> so we were what? like, how can, we, how can we get this bad boy started and, and really get our name out there and, and see if we actually have a product that people are going to be interested in? So, you know, we, when we launched it, we really had no idea like how, what this is going to do. We had very little understanding of Instagram and Facebook ads at the time. And despite all of that, we ended up getting funded in like a week and a half. Because you had a cool product. Like, That's it, why. It like the product book for itself. <laughs> yeah, it like, like seriously, it was, it was garbage. Dude, don't, no one would have cared. You know what I mean? Like, yes. that, well, it's it's funny though, and you look back at some of like 
the product and some of the pictures that we had on there and stuff like how inferior it is to what we have now you know but i mean that's that's the cool thing you know like we knew we had something like totally different out there um you know it wasn't perfect by any means but we knew that like what we had we needed to like kind of get out there and just keep like improving on and stuff so yeah you um, guys had a differentiator like you were different like and it was cool. It was a different vibe, but it was cool. Like I don't know. There's a lot of copycats out there. You know that. So yeah. I mean, but it, but yours was yours like completely innovative. And I was like, oh, that's a cool design. Oh, that's that's really cool. Like I think people connected right away because nobody wants to be sold, right? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I don't. I mean, I mean, one of the things for us though too, like we, you know, I would say like Dustin's more of like the surfer right like he would go out and goes out like you know often and stuff like i've worked in the surf industry for a while you know merchandising buying designing stuff like that so like we were able you know obviously we live in orange county so it was like taking sort of like that vibe of where we live right now too and like yeah where you're at yeah and just kind of like bringing that into into golf you know so like that's where that's what you're gonna like that's what you see and what you're going to continue to see is more of that crossover of like, (laughs) not, um, you know, just, just having more of that, like lifestyle driven, like kind of like a stance, like, but, uh, you know, you're going to see a lot more like crossover, uh, surf crossover in in Palm. Yeah. I mean, since as long as I can remember, I've had a board between my feet, whether it's a skateboard, a snowboard or surfboard. And I mean, primarily when you look, Look at most of our products is something that you wear on and off the course and it doesn't it doesn't scream golf, but when people see the logo or they see the name, they know exactly what it is. Here's my first take on Palm, right? But the first thing I it caught my eye and is on Instagram and your guys' logo that was like the white on black, right? It was very like clean and simple, but you're like, what's that? Right. And it was like, but it's very cool. And I think like that helps resonate with the rest of your products because that's it's it's like that it's like it's subtle but it's very cool you know what i mean and so i don't know like i think you guys do a good job on that and also to everybody some people's logos are ugly and are boring but we have to figure out what that is like oh what is that oh i see what that is whatever um yeah but i think that's what i caught my eye initially i think that's a good point though because like when i was um when i was like a a buyer you know, I'd have so many brands like coming through the store and trying to pitch to us, like to, you know, to sell it to the shop and everything. And, you know, obviously like you like start to pick up on like logos and like what looks good and what resonates with people and stuff like that. And like, there's certain brands that just like, when it's so like easy to relate to, um, you know, it's, you can understand the brand a little bit quicker than others, you know? So like, I think that was, I mean, that was definitely like a driving force behind like our palm tree logo you know we just wanted something that was like very simple very clean but like you know you look at it and like just kind of makes you feel good you know it's like we're well, wearing the hat thing. right now so it's so it's so like cool that you're like talking about your logo but you're literally wearing a hat that has it <laughs> but like if yeah. people are watching this on youtube they'll see like oh yeah it's for sure like i know what they're talking about like oh that's what caught my eye and then when i started learning about you guys and then and we, i know we were like i mean back and forth and we started texting and stuff but like you know, when I started, when I saw your products, I was like, whoa, this is really cool. Like, I don't know. There's only about, in my opinion, there's only a couple good glove brands. Running a website that reviews products, right? Lots of products. I can tell you right now, everyone, their brother thinks they own a golf glove company, right? Like, not you guys, but there's like you and probably three or four other brands I would consider are legitimate 
really good golf glove companies. And then you have a ton of wannabes, right? That are like, I'm like, this is garbage. Or like they're by the same thing. They always tell me the same pitch. Like, oh, this comes from whatever, that special leather. What's it called? Cabretta leather. leather. That's right. Yeah. 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 Okay, great. You look like a Titleist glove. Congratulations. I mean, oh, we get we made it in the same factory. That's why it's a Titleist glove and not yours. You know, like there's no... But I think what's cool about yours is like literally it's just... You can accessorize with it, number one, right? And you get the, you get the California vibe. You can accessorize with the product. But then you have other products too, like, you know, with other apparel that's like goes with your brand that is cool. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I'm not Yeah, that was like, that was the driving goal. It was like, wh- why can't we just make something that performs, holds up, has that quality, but then also just generally just looks better than what's out there already. And the golf glove was the most identifiable piece that we knew wasn't so oversaturated that we couldn't make it better. So that was why we targeted that too. I mean, it was just, it was an easy item to say, all right, this is overwhelmingly neglected compared to other things. Like there's loud shirts out there. Everybody wants to add style to the game. And um, the glove was kind of not an item that was getting that kind of love. So that was why we we focused there at first. So you had them Kickstarter and you had the, is that, so that pretty much fulfilled your first order, right? Or your first big... Push. Yeah, so I wanted to I wanted to piggyback on what Dustin was saying. Like, yeah, sure. Not only was it about the finance of and the simplicity of what you get with Kickstarter, but like, I don't know if you're familiar, but if you don't hit your goal, that money's gone, and everybody who pledged to that Kickstarter gets nothing in return. They just get their money back. But like, essentially, these people saw a couple pictures, read our background. We had like a quick pitch video that these yeah. guys put together, and it just kind of went through the brand and like what we were like looking to accomplish, and uh, it was cool because. Not only do you get the funding that you need to get the company off the ground, but we got like our first 200 people to like give us some feedback about the glove too, whether good, bad, ugly, whatever it was. Like we then had a bunch to build off of to like snow start snowballing the product, and we knew yeah. like okay, we have some improvements we have to make. We have some like we have some notes. We have some really good feedback from people. Overwhelmingly, it was positive, but we did learn a lot about just the feedback from fulfilling those. That's huge. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's massive because you're not going to spend a lot of money or time with something that I think that's what really differentiates us though, is like, it's everything that we love and we're bringing our own lifestyle into it. And we're telling our story along the way. And we're making things that we want to wear on a daily basis. And, you know, people are really resonating with the designs that we're coming out with, with the gloves, with the patterns. So I think it's it's really just the story behind everything. And you can kind of see that lifestyle in all of our products. It's a West Coast chill vibe. That's supposed to like, you know, that's how I describe it. Like it's it's I don't know, it's cool. I mean, there's very there's very few brands I think have really cool products, and I think you're one of them. That's why I called you on the show. Thanks, I mean, really. Dude. When did you feel like you had the biggest growth year? Then was it last year? Was your biggest growth year in terms of brand? I think last year was massive just in terms of growth people we worked with i mean yeah it was it was pretty epic like the relationships yeah. you built and like yep yeah we did some pretty cool stuff last year that like it's only bit you know what we've had the brand for two and a half years or whatever yeah. and like two and a half years ago we we're you know sitting there brainstorming what palm could be and like shit could you imagine one day if we got to like work with golf digest you know like these like conversations that we had and um you know, so much of that, like became a reality, you know, pretty quick that we're, you know, super grateful and fortunate for like, you know, last year we, we did a collaboration with golf digest and we did, um, like a full towel line with them. 
Oh, that's cool. Um, I didn't know that. So yeah, it was really yeah. cool. We got to like design them ourselves and we did these like Arnold Palmer and Tiger Woods and, you know, like really fun, unique <laughs> stuff. Really cool. And, um, you know, and then we got to work with like NBC and um, going out to American Century Championship out in Tahoe. Oh, wow. It was like one of the that coolest things that we like ever could do. I mean, they gave us the huge opportunity to showcase like our brand on the 17th hole. Oh, wow. Which is like their signature part three there. And um, we didn't even have to work it. So we just like, <laughs> we just partied the whole week again. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Justin um, thought when they was going to the yeah. PGA show. He's like, oh, someone else is going to work it. <laughs> I know. Man, it's giving me like forgot. a bad game right here, actually. But, and then he um, realized he paid for the booth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like... <laughs> but yeah, that, oh man, that was a fun week too. But like, you know, all these opportunities, they, they've hit us. You know, we've we've worked our ass off to get there for yeah, sure. Yeah, this is a given to you guys. This is no, who you are. That's only what it's all it is. Like how hard you work. Yeah, and that that's um, the coolest part because none of us are it, we're in the golf industry or came from the golf no. industry. It was literally like we're coming into a market that we didn't know that much about. And yeah, we didn't have like the connections. It's like we didn't like know people that we could say, hey, like let's reach out to this person. We just like we started at we zero. focused so. Yeah, we started at zero, but we focused so heavily on our like visual presence. Like our Instagram is like our driving channel, yeah. really right now. I mean, we we take that one really serious, and uh, you know, we have a lot of help from like you know Dustin's wife too. She helps a lot with our uh, setting up our Instagram. We just take a ton of pictures when we're out golfing and smart. Try not to be like too annoying with it, but we just, I mean, I, I'm the one taking a lot of the pictures, but I enjoy it. Honestly, like well, it's, I'm not art, the best right? it's art. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to need a really good shot here. We're not out there with like any like crazy setups or anything. Like every once in a while we get my brother out there who has like a really nice camera and he uh, will take some and we post a lot of his pictures on there on our page too. But uh, I'm jealous. But yeah, to like to circle back to about like the, uh, most successful growth year i mean by far pretty much if you took any like measurable tangible thing that happened i mean 2019 was by far our biggest our biggest um biggest growth in partnerships biggest growth in customer base biggest growth in sales biggest growth in wholesale accounts wow like so i mean by far like everything that was measurable it was it happened in 2019 but like dude and again not to sound like we're being full of ourselves but it's kind of shocking because I, I thought that the sales would kind of taper off, especially with COVID happening, but we were just like going through everything. And even this year it's up like another 30%. So it's like, it's really wild to watch. And again, like I don't, we didn't really dive into the roles here, but I don't really do much in the way of like the creative. I have my set, like I do the copy and stuff for Palm. That's about the most I contribute as far as creativity, mm-hmm. but like it is. Oh, whoa, don't, don't. Don't push that watch. down though. You got yeah. your cap, his captions and in our <laughs> descriptions on our website, you should read them. Like if they're probably often overlooked, but Joe is extremely clever, <laughs> clever in his words. But that's like, that's the fun piece of it for me too. It's like, these two are my, my friends. So it's like fun to watch when the creative output has a direct correlation with the growth of like the customer base and the sales. It's like, that is the validation that's really cool with Palm. So that's the kind of stuff that like I dig watching. 
So like I watched these two do stuff behind the scenes that like no one's seeing, setting up like photos in our warehouse, doing stuff like that. But then it's validated by like actually looking at the numbers of our growth and stuff, which is pretty sweet. No, it's yeah. cool. It's what's what's cool is that you have cool partners, right? It's not like you're a solo yeah. doing this by yourself or sure. you hate your partner or whatever. It's like you each have skill sets that are able to work off each other, but you're still boys at the end. So it's like the perfect yep. scenario, right? Where it's not like you're a one man show and you can't bounce ideas off yourself, right? Like yep. um, I mean, there's three of us. So at the end of the day, when there's a vote, it's never gonna be a tie. No, which yeah, makes cool. which makes decisions a lot easier too for us. It's hard to have one role. And do everything. You know what I mean? Like, I guess... Almost impossible. And it's, it's like, not I think, as fun, too, though. No. <laughs> I mean, here's like, the thing, too. Like, the money stresses me out. I don't even... Like, <laughs> yeah. with that. Even like, all I want to do is take pictures of my brother. And... <laughs> yeah. He never looks at the bank account. It's always... It's primarily Dude. Joe. And then I'll look Joe's at like, it, too. Like, Joe's Dude, the Any master. bills coming in, I'm like, I don't even want to know about <laughs> Justin's it. Justin's out riding his skateboard. <laughs> Justin's like whatever no, i was kidding <laughs> no it's good because like no, joe, it's, i'm just totally kidding around joe's like super in touch with the finances no it's perfect i i know a little bit about it and like i kind of sit in the middle where like justin and i will start like cooking up these crazy ideas or things that we want to do yeah eventually i know like okay well i know this isn't going to happen this month because we have to pay this bill this bill and this bill but it could happen next month so let's do it next month we'll just let joe know in a week and that's how things go we're just trying to buy vans, like drones. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> drones? <laughs> we're the drones. And then we're like, fly them all by the beach. Let's buy like five drones. Joe's oh. like, no, we're not doing the drone, that, dude. The drone footage is coming soon. That's awesome. So like, here's my little secret. What I want to do is I want to come out and see you guys. You know, maybe in the fall. That's not so hot. But like, we can go play golf and screw around. And you can take drone footage. Dude. <laughs> of yeah. me. That can be arranged, well, yeah. Like like Justin said though, like he likes wandering around and like taking the photos and, and me, oh, I'm cool. like I'm like obsessed with getting better at golf, but also taking a lot of footage and stuff. So sometimes I feel like I rush things and then I'm like, I take a photo or I take a video and then I sit down to hit the hit the ball and I freaking pull it and I get so pissed off because <laughs> I'm feeling like I'm rushing my what shots. The, what's coming up for this year? Like what's your big what are you guys doing this year for 20 when it comes to the gloves and apparel and stuff? Things got a little disrupted, obviously, from COVID. You know, like we we have a game plan, right? I and mean, we're sticking to it as much as we possibly can. But like due to everything that changed, it kind of switched it up like slightly. So right now we're just trying to like, we're, we're, we're going to be releasing like small hits like periodically throughout the rest of the year. You know, we we've got like 4th of July coming up we've got some really fun stuff that's going to be coming out for that cool. we'll, we'll keep doing some fun little hits like that throughout the rest of the year and really it's we're, we're starting to do the talks for 2021 now we got to start like designing and all that kind of stuff so um we're just trying to like we're really working on quality right now we're working on like efficiency and quality and getting better at what we're doing from like all the back end stuff that like people don't really see right now, you know, like, yeah, I feel like right now is like the infrastructure year, right? Like now it's yeah. like you can, because we're, I mean, that's my own for my company or my brand, I guess that's exactly what I'm doing. A hundred percent, like fine tuning the site, fine tuning deliverability speed. I don't know, like everything. For so sure. that, I mean, now you got time, right? If you weren't, if you weren't doing that, you'd be too busy running the day to day 
grinding, not grind, but like, yeah, I mean, we talked about that in the beginning too. Like this is like kind of the year of like reassessing. I mean, we're yeah. everything from like shipping logistics to our marketing and making sure that stuff is set up correctly to cleaning up finances to a lot of the stuff that you like don't really want to do, I guess, in some, no, respects. it's true, but, um, but it's only yeah, the things I mean, you can't get, rebuilding. it's the things you can't get to because you're too busy. There's what it is. Right. Yeah. Like, that's what I feel like. I was like talking to some other people on my team and I was like, this is, you know, it gets us like, we've got a lot done in the last four months or three months that I probably would have never have gotten to, or it would take me two years to get to it. But I think after the flip side, I think once we get through this COVID stuff, I feel that like all the stuff that you're doing is going to help you grow even more, right? Because all that's in place, you don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah, that's that's the goal. Are you guys going to do stuff for the Masters? It's part two, you think? Like in that time frame? I think this year is so weird. It's going to be hard to do anything. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I know it's hard to plan for a lot of those types of things, but we've got some stuff in the works for that for sure. We got a, we had a hat coming. that we, yeah, and we had a, a master's like themed hat that was like all ready to go for April. And we ended up just doing like a little release on it. And that did really well, even though the master's didn't happen yet. But yeah, we'll have, we'll have more of that kind of stuff coming out in November for sure. No, it's cool. I love, I don't know. I think you guys have good stuff. I mean, obviously. Um, it's just fun finding cool brands that you connect with that have quality products. But then like, you're not not embarrassed to wear it. That's probably one of the leading things for us is, is we, we're strictly trying to make a product that we feel like only like it caters to what we would wear on the course and what we feel like our friends, our family would enjoy. So it's been, you know, us sticking to that kind of idea and that, that value. It's, it's yielded like um, other customers wanting to wear the brand as well. So. All right. Well, cool. Thanks guys for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. If you guys want to check out Palm, check out their website uh, as well as on Instagram. Uh, it'll be in the show notes today. And um, I'll tell you right now, you will not be disappointed in what they do. They're a good bunch of guys, as you can see, and you should support them. So thanks for being on the show today. I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, dude. Stay yeah. bud. Appreciate it.